Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this week's episode about the brand new book by Michael Bungay-Stania, How to Begin. What a book to start the year with. Keep listening to find out why you need to set a worthy goal. Welcome back. We are kicking off 2022 with this outstanding new book from Michael Bungay-Stania, The name rings a bell. I have previously spoken about his book, The Advice Trap, which you can go back and listen to. I'll pop a little link in the show notes. If you missed that one, you want to go back and listen to that episode about that particular book. Michael is a master coach and you can tell that in this book as well. The book came out this week on the 11th of January, so it is hot off the press and I got an even hotter off the press version over the Christmas break and I got to read it in December which is pretty exciting. I took multiple pages of notes in my notebook. Big fan of this book. If you're new here, I'm Steph. And each week I share with you the three big ideas from the best nonfiction books that I've been reading. Do the reading so you don't have to. This is our first book episode of 2022. Last week I talked about some of the books that I'm looking forward to reading this year. And over in the membership, the Bookmark membership on Patreon, I have shared this week three big ideas from the Beatles Get Back documentary as bonus content. So if that sounds like the sort of thing that you like, there's also an interview coming up in a couple of weeks for members as well. So if that sounds like the sort of bonus content you would appreciate and would add some value to your life, you can hop on over to the link at the top of the show notes and have a look at the membership options for you to join for that bonus content. All right, well, I'm super excited to get into this book. So let's get into talking about How to Begin by Michael Bungay-Stania. Now, one of the really cool things about this book is that the book actually starts on the very front cover because if you're going to write a book about how to begin, you might as well begin at the very, very, very beginning of the book. So I think that's just a really nice little touch as well. So kudos to Michael or the designers or the publishers or whoever came up with that idea. All right, a little bit about the book, a little bit about the author, and then I'll go into the three big ideas. As usual, you know the format by now. About the book. We unlock our greatness by working on the hard things. Instead of doubting yourself, fearing you'll make a mistake, and feeling like you need to play small so you don't disrupt the status quo, start showing up for yourself so you can show up for the world. Don't regret a life half-lived. Stepping up and pursuing your dreams is hard, and it's exhilarating, and it's important. Let me show you how to get clear, get confident and start anything that matters. And that's taken from Michael's website, mbs.works. There's a link in the show notes. A little bit about the author. Michael Bungay-Stania is the author of six books, which between them have sold more than one million copies. He's best known for The Coaching Habit, the best-selling coaching book of the century and already recognised as a classic. Michael is also a Rhodes Scholar and plays the ukulele badly. He's Australian and lives in Toronto, Canada. Again, taken from mbs.works, link again in the show notes. Now, from that little about blurb that I just read, which is obviously super short, you might think, oh, that just sounds like a woolly self-help book. And I think actually the about little blurb doesn't actually do the book justice in terms of the the thoroughness and the rigour of the book as well. And look, I, as you, if you've been listening for a while, you will know that I don't always wax lyrical about all books that's not how I tend to do this. You can, some people who have been listening for a while and also are friends of mine say they can kind of tell which books I enjoyed more than others based on how long or short the episode is. And also what I, what I say about the book, other than just the three big ideas around the, the book. So this book obviously was one I enjoyed. A lot of goal setting, these types of books, I find either a little bit weak 
or just a bit tedious and a bit same same. So this one I was really pleased about and found myself really compelled to bring out the notebook. Again, always something I'm very good at doing in terms of actually putting the stuff into practice and making the notes and taking notes and stuff of the ideas from these types of goal setting books. So the fact it got me doing that, I think, is probably a good thing. Anyway, let's get into the three big ideas from the book, How to Begin by Michael Bungay Stanya. Big idea number one, set a worthy goal. This is the bulk of the book and it's worth being aware of that you go through this a few different times to refine and improve this. Now, this is one of the things that I just mentioned that I usually bristle at and think, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go over it all over again. But I found that it was so useful, really changed how I was thinking about what I was aiming for and the worthy goal I was looking to set as I went through each iteration. The first phase is purposely messy and probably quite dull. And you test this on whether it's thrilling, important and daunting. And those three measures, I'm actually going to write them and stick them somewhere on my office around me, in around my computer, because those three categories of is the goal thrilling, is it important and is it daunting was was so useful and such a great measure of, oh, wait, I see why this goal isn't really sitting well, because for me, mine was important. It scored quite highly in importance. It was a bit daunting, and it, but it wasn't that thrilling. So it really gave me that impetus to go and test and think about, right, how can I make this more thrilling? Because clearly, it, so clearly it's got these other criteria or it's meeting those or almost meeting those, but why isn't it exciting enough? Round two of the iteration has you adding some active words and verbs, testing it again. I found that, again, particularly useful and I'm someone who really likes language, so that for me was very useful. And then you do a final test where you score the thrilling, important and daunting categories or, or criteria out of seven. And if you score it quite low or if it's under 18, it needs a bit more work. And you might need to add a word or make the goal bigger or maybe even more constrained or specific. So maybe you add a scope or an audience or a timeline or something to it. And then voila, you have a goal or a worthy goal. So that's big idea number one, set a worthy goal. Big idea number two is the pain of reality. Now, as any good coach would do, Michael has you taking a good hard look in the mirror. The book takes you through examining your habits, your false starts, your patterns and behaviours and your or your mosquitoes, as he calls them, that buzz around you and follow you around whatever it is you try to do. This is an exercise in self-awareness and compassion, not self-loathing. Now, you might go through this and think, oh, yeah, I do tend to do that. I don't, when I start something, I don't tend to finish it. Or you think of all these things that you maybe have set you back in the past. But it's very much about being aware of those and then being able to work around those. So you actually do set yourself up for success this time. The next part is about painting your painting a picture of your future, whether you do or whether you don't see through this worthy goal. So this is really useful. And actually, I did write this one down and actually write the, the, the do and the don't out and the, the pros and the cons and things. See what the real opportunities and actually the opportunity cost of doing or not doing those things. And there was a couple of times I thought, oh, actually, the not doing this goal isn't that scary. You know, sometimes you do these things, you think, oh, wow, if I don't do it, that's a much worse outcome, even though the doing of it feels quite scary in other ways. Now, one of the best exercises or my absolute favorite in the book is the idea of the U 2.0 or the this, not that exercise, which really hones you in onto what you what you want your your work or yourself to look like when you're cooking with gas and you're operating at 100% versus you're just off the boil, you're maybe operating at 85%. You're not really struggling and you're down at kind of 10 or 20%. But it's such a powerful exercise to think about when I'm cooking with gas, I'm creative and I'm provocative. And when I'm just off, I'm a bit apathetic and I am maybe a bit more reactive and less proactive and things like that as well. 
So I really enjoyed that one. That's something that I'm going to come back to and revisit what I'm the notes I made, but also come back and do that activity a couple of times, I think, in future situations. So that's big idea number two, the pain of reality. Finally, big idea number three, set yourself up to succeed. As with any good goal setting book or strategy or planning book, there's a big thing around setting setting yourself up for success, having the right people around you. So have you got the people around you who are going to nurture you when you need a bit of nurturing? Have you got the ones who are going to give you a bit of a kick or a push or a nudge when you need that? You've got someone who you aspire to and, and can teach you. And that might be someone who is actually in your life or someone who's maybe at a distance. It may be someone from the past, from history, who maybe isn't around anymore or you don't have access to in order to make sure you You've got the your, your, your people around you who are going to help you get to where you is you want to go and maybe challenge you along the way. The other piece is around awareness. So there's a lot of activities in here, as I mentioned in the last big idea around really knowing thyself around where you're likely to trip yourself up, where you're likely to get ahead and where you're likely to maybe not be as effective as you could be in reaching your worthy goal. And then finally, thinking about experiments or the idea of experiments and practices. So Michael talks a lot about how to take those small first steps. Again, not necessarily a new idea, but a nice one to think about in terms of you set this worthy goal. It might feel quite big and a little bit, it should feel a little bit daunting if you're using the important, daunting and and thrilling criteria from, from early on. So what can you do to test it? Maybe doing testing with your potential clients or your audience or whatever that needs to be for your particular worthy goal. And these goals can sit across personal and or professional or both. I did a little bit of what I did mostly a professional or work related one, but I thought about the concepts in a couple of personal goals that I had or was thinking about at the same time. So all of these different techniques, but also all this different awareness can help then set you up for success and maybe in a way that sometimes is brushed over or can be can be missed completely sometimes by other goal setting narratives or books or guides or things as well, which is very much like set the goal, go do the thing. So that's big idea number three, set yourself up to succeed. So again, three big ideas from the book How to Begin by Michael Bungay Stanya. Big idea number one, set a worthy goal. Big idea number two, the pain of reality. And big idea number three, set yourself up to succeed. As you could tell, I did really enjoy this book. It's one of the ones that's maybe slightly more excited about strategy and planning and goal setting than maybe previous books or other books in this type of category have done or articles and guides and things like that as well. It's covers all the main elements of something like a smart goal that you may have used before but in a much more I think interesting way in a much more engaging way and in a much more honest way I think as well because it's not just as it's not as clinical as have you ticked s-m-a-r-t you know in in those different categories etc and again coming from someone who's got such a nice way of coaching and bringing coaching to life. You can see how that has informed the questions he's asking, the provocations he does, the activities, etc, etc. Some big fan, as I said, I made plenty of notes. I'm looking forward to going back over those. Of course, there may be also the bias that I was doing this at the end of 2021 and coming into 2022 and doing quite a lot of rethinking about some of the stuff I'm doing and things I want to do more of and less of and bigger and better. And so timing was was probably is probably quite important to when you read this book as well. Definitely see it as an activity book, though. I know I was talking to someone the other day who was looking forward to theirs arriving, but it was delayed. The actual physical book was delayed in arriving. They were saying, oh, maybe I'll download the the ebook copy, but I really want to write in it. I said, look, you're going to need more than the margins of this book to write in. So maybe the ebook is not such a bad idea. 
Anyway, there we go. Those are my thoughts and the big ideas on Michael Bengostania or MBS's new book. If you have read this, if you've put it into practice, if you've set yourself a worthy goal, I would love to hear from you. You can contact me on all the normal ways on LinkedIn and Instagram, the best places to find me. Contact details are at the bottom of the show notes. And if you want more good tips on what to be reading, make sure you sign up for the Bookmark Newsletter, your twice monthly dispatch of bookish news and reviews. But otherwise, until next time, happy reading.